everybody, welcome back. This week, uh, I finally give you a, a long overdue NPC interaction. As they had previously left Scrapper and Valentine in the middle of nowhere, and, well, you put two NPCs together, sometimes interesting things happen. Enjoy the entirety of the episode, not just that part, though. About a week ago, our camera opens up on an empty, impromptu airfield. In the sky, we can see the blinking lights of a plane as it is quickly flying outside of our vision. And it then comes down to a van, a troll, an elf, and a Mercury comet. The two figures stand there in silence for a few more moments after the plane is officially gone, mixed amongst the stars and the smog of the night. And then almost at the same time, they turn and look at each other. The troll then gives a small downward nod. And heads and heads to his van. The elf looks up to the troll, and as the troll turns to look away, he begins to move towards him and gives him a, "Hey, where do you think you're going?" The troll comes to a stop, slowly turning around and looking down to the elf. Valentine, as we know him, is looking up at him, tries to square his shoulders, almost in a way to look intimidating. He looks up to him and then says. You look familiar. I think I think I know you. Scrapper the troll will turn back around to him. Scrapper the troll will look down to him and then give him an appraising eye. And he'll continue with, You don't look familiar to me. Valentine looks up. He's like, No, no, you've seen you before somewhere. I think you have me confused with somebody else. And he begins to turn to walk back towards his vehicle. Valentine runs around to the front of him, gets in his way. No, I I got it. Yeah, there's some, uh, some of the older guys have said some stuff about a guy who looks like you. There's a lot of guys that look like me. No, 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 no. You, you've done stuff. You've run against the ancients, haven't you? Look, kid, I'm not here to do anything but drop some people off. Yeah, and just how do you know these people? Not your business. Oh, I think it is my business. And he takes a step forward towards Scrapper as if to try and force him into something. Look, kid, you don't want this. I don't want this. Just go home. No, I I think I do. I know that there are some guys out there that would be very interested in getting a little bit of payback on you for some of the stuff that you've done in your... You have the wrong guy. This conversation is going to continue for a little bit, and Valentine will get more animated. Their accusations of very violent things, from murder to destruction of property to all kinds of other stuff that Scrapper has done against the Ancients. After a couple of moments, Scrapper will stoop down, rest his hands on his knees so that his face is even with Valentine's face, and I'll give him a quick, what are you going to do about it? If I am this person you think I am. Valentine, having slowly gotten heated in the past couple of moments, is going to snap at this point. From the outside of this little scene, we will see spurs pop out of Valentine's hand, and he takes a swing right in the Scrapper's chin. Scrapper stands there. He sees it coming, but this punch augmented by sharp cybernetic blades from Valentine's hand is just going to connect with his chin 
and Scrapper won't just stand back up. Are we done? And then push past Valentine, who continues to yell some obscenities at him, but ultimately doesn't do anything after seeing the impotent effects of his punch. Valentine, more or less defeated, stands to the side. As we see Scrapper get in his van and pull off, we can see that Valentine is in AR talking to somebody. It's like a day, day and a half later, outside one of the downtown cineplexes, where they are showing the Revengers, and out walks Mary Sue and a Chuck. How's that going, guys? I really love that part of the movie when the little guy, when he jumped through and ran up the helicopter and threw it to the ground. That was really cool. Yeah. No, yeah, that that was that was a good part. I mean, it seemed a little far-fetched, but I guess, I mean, they're superheroes, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was great. What was your favorite part? The end. The ending was kind of cool. It was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a happy ending, which is which is good. As soon as you guys come out, you will see Mary Sue that you have a notification on your Comlink device. She'll quickly just slip into AR, check it out. It is a message that went out to you guys a little while ago from Morgana about coming and getting paid at the restaurant. I'm sure immediately. Well, it was probably 45 minutes ago, middle of the movie kind of thing, and I'm sure there's some kind of protections against people just watching movies and making Mm -hmm. immediate recordings of them of some kind. Mm -hmm. So maybe they, you know, lock cellular service or whatever. She'll come back out and, uh, so, um, Chuck, I, I have an appointment that I, I didn't realize I would have to get to. Is it okay if I just, you know, you don't have to give me a ride home. I can find my own way. Do you mind if we just kind of... I mean, I thought we were going to go for beers after, but I mean, I guess that's... Um, I did tell you that, didn't I? Uh, yeah. How about this? Are you busy some some other time? and Or free, sorry, not busy. <laughs> Are you free some other time? Maybe it would just be a, a, another date that we could go for? You know what? The place I'm going is a restaurant. How about you just come with me, and then you just wait in the lounge area, and then when I'm done with my meeting, I'll just come find you there, and we'll have that beer. That sounds like a great idea. Okay, great. So let's just head to the restaurant then. Wonderful. Boz and Richard, did you guys head right over to the restaurant? or? Yeah, and I'm sure that Boz had a nice time getting one of the valets to park her dirt bike. You guys probably have been here for about a half hour or so. Yeah, maybe we're sitting at the bar, just kind of waiting for everyone to get here. Do you guys blow up Mary Sue's phone? Blow up Mary Sue's phone? Yeah, do you keep texting her like, where are you at? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, RC does. Boz probably doesn't take her phone out of her pocket once she's there. Sure. Morgana was happy to meet you and give you all kinds of pleasantries that are probably thinly veiled. Scrapper is not here. After you guys have been there for a half hour, had a couple of drinks that you didn't pay for, Mary Sue will walk in with Chuck. What are you guys wearing? Mary Sue is dressed kind of casual, but she still looks nice. She's dressed appropriately for a date. Jeans, heel, casual, blouse, jacket. Hair's done, makeup's done. She looks very nice, just like how she should look for a date. Is she wearing her little bandana? No. Oh, (laughs) so much drama. Chuck is wearing a button-up shirt and slacks and gloves because he's not sure of his cyber arms yet. 
or one arm. So he, he just wears gloves over them. So he doesn't have to have a constant reminder. How does Chuck feel when you are pulling up outside of LaFay's, a somewhat fancy and higher class restaurant than you may have been expecting? So you're having a business meeting? Is it with your, like a client or something? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a person who, um, kind of uh, connects us with people who need our assistance. And, um, oh, like a recruiter or something. Kinda. Um, I don't particularly care for this recruiter, but it's the one we have to deal with right now until I find another one. Oh, okay. So this, this place looks fancy. Is there, um, you said there's a, a lounge, so I guess. Yeah, yeah, a, there's a bar. A, Don't worry about it. You just go have a seat, have a drink. And then as soon as I'm done, believe me, I won't take long. And I'll be right over to have a, a drink with you. Bob sees okay. the two of them come in and pats Darcy on the shoulder and stands up to go meet them. Although she's looking back and forth between Chuck and Mary Sue. She gets close. She leans in and says to Mary Sue, are you serious? I... While he was recovering, I promised to go see a movie with him. When we got out, I had the notification to come to this meet. What was I supposed to do? Did you? Buzz puts both hands on Mary Sue's shoulder and looks her right in the eye and says, You've done enough for this guy. You could have blown him off. We're at a criminal meeting. Do you really want him? Am I hearing this? A criminal meeting? Shut up! She's whispering. It's a busy, noisy restaurant. I don't. No one's around to hear. Chuck is right there. Um, boss, I, <clears throat> boss, when you met Chuck, he already knows about our startup company as consultants. He knows all about our meetings that we have, where we help people acquire assets. It's fine. Oh. He's going to sit here and have a drink while we go meet with the recruiter, Chuck. While these two ladies are having a conversation, you're going to notice a woman in a long, elegant purple dress is going to start gliding over to where you guys are standing. He takes a quick glance, but he's more looking at where the bar is that he can sit at. Is Richard still sitting mm-hmm. at the bar? Yes. Kind of looking back at this, just in a level of shock, this guy's here. Chuck just kind of waves over to RC and starts heading over. Richard, you're going to see Morgana is heading their way. Or whose way? Towards... Boz slash Mary Sue slash Chuck's way on the intercept course. Chuck, you're going to see this elven woman come up to you, and she's going to stop in front of you, and she's going to welcome you to LaFay. She's going to introduce herself as Morgana and say that she is always excited to meet a friend of her good friend Mary Sue's and begins to walk you back over towards Boz and Mary Sue. As this is happening, Boz looks sidelong at Mary Sue and says, this is why you shouldn't have brought him here. Um, I... I don't work for their company. I was just going to grab a drink. Oh, that perfectly fine. Come, we were all about to sit down anyway. You can join us. Morgana, Chuck is not part of our meeting. Chuck would like to have a drink at your lovely establishment while we discuss business. I would hate to bore him with our discussion. Aww. I also don't like signing NDAs. It's just a matter of thing I don't like to do. So if you're talking about anything business, I don't want to be there. It's a very good rule to have, Chuck. You should probably just walk over to the bar and take a seat. Shouldn't he, Morgana? Oh, Chuck, but I can't call you Chuck, right? It's not Charles. It's not. It's Chuck. Uh, 
Charles is my full name, but yeah, Chuck. Thanks. Oh, God. Her <laughs> eyes go kind of big as she looks from Chuck to Mary Sue with the way Mary Sue is just ordering him around. And then she's going to give him a, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize the relationship protocols here. Please, by all means, I wouldn't want you to upset her in a way to perhaps instigate you is to maybe standing up for yourself or following up on her invitation to join them at the table. He just looks completely dumbfounded, looking back and forth between Morgana and Mary Sue, not sure what to do. Yes, yes, I'm in a terribly abusive girlfriend. Chuck, please go have a seat at the bar, honey, and I'll be with you in a second. Sounds great, sounds great. Buzz pats him on the shoulder and says, have a drink on me, buddy, just put it on my tab. Okay, thank you. As Chuck walks off, the scene is Mary Sue and Morgana looking at each other, and Morgana just has this huge shitting grin. Yeah. Good try. Real good. And then she will turn and do that little ass-shaking sway over to the back tables. Mary Sue will roll her eyes and follow her. Buzz waits for R.C. to catch up, and Jen walks with him over to the table. Richard, you have the opportunity to either wait for Chuck or to bug him in passing as you guys go in opposite directions. Probably at this point, as I'm passing Chuck, demo arrogato. Uh, okay. Follow my compatriots <laughs> to the table to do the meat. Excellent. Chuck, do you get anything to drink? Whiskey sour. Excellent. The bartender was happy to serve you, and for the next couple of minutes, Anytime your drink is empty, he is happy to refill them and never brings up the ugly topic of how you're paying for them. He likes his whiskey sours, so he's sipping away at them. The three of you will end up back at Morgana's table. You will notice that there is a three and a half foot long box sitting on the table, and she will be sitting there waiting for you to sit. Maybe she will just plop down in a seat. Let's just get this over with. Buzz settles in. She's looking less exasperated about this whole process. She looks more concerned at the way that Morgana is uh, having too much fun with this whole situation. I'm having fun with it too, don't worry. Welcome back to the lovely town of Seattle. How was your trip? And her eyes kind of linger on balls at the end of that statement. I've had worse trips. Family reunions can be horrible things, can't they? Buzz narrows her eyes a little bit, and she says... I'd rather not talk about that. You guys will notice that the background noise from just the restaurant around you is very, very dim and hard to hear. I've heard a variety of interesting reports over the past couple of days. One involved a very interesting train ride. seems that there was a gunfight and there was a couple of people gassed and some reports that there was a little bit of a confrontation between some ancient gangers and the night errant security force outside of the scene of an accident, they're calling it. And then imagine my surprise when the rest of the train arrives and it's missing certain pieces of cargo. And she, you know, breaks out into a big smile. Fancy that. And you're welcome. So just give us our money. Is there wine or booze on this table? Absolutely. There are at the very least some wine glasses, and somebody will have come around to fill them up with something that is old and expensive. Okay. With impatience and frustration, Mary Sue is just making a drink. Okay. So, there's just a matter of some minor bookkeeping. My counterpart says that you owe us a little bit of money for equipment loans. How much? I believe at current it's about 5,000 new yen. Take it out of my cut. Let's move on. 
she's going to look over to Mary Sue with the, the Tony attitude. It's like, Mary Sue, you're something okay. Are you fighting with your new boyfriend? You seem stressed. Morgana, I'm on a date and you interrupted it. I would like to get back to it. Can we please move on? She'll look around to the rest of you guys. Very well. I have a few other things for you. And she'll pull out a couple of cred sticks and they'll start sliding across the table. Chuck, are you paying any attention to what's going on with their meeting or are you just kind of in your whiskey sours? He's just trying to make small talk with the bartender. Sure. We'll find out what kind of small talk that is in a minute. The cred sticks will slide across to you guys and it'll have the rest of your money on it. Yay! Buzz, when she gets hers, she slides a cred stick of her own out and she puts it on the table and slides it across and she said, I decided to keep one of those shotguns. It'll start sliding over to Morgana and it'll She'll pick it up off her side of the table, and it'll disappear under the end of the table. Excellent. Now, two other things we have to deal with. She'll slide the box over in front of her, tilt it up a little bit, and then lift the lid. Inside, you guys will see the katana and the the wakazashi that were of the things that you gave her to get rid of. And she'll make sure that you guys all see it, and then close it back up, and then it will start sliding across the table to you. This particular item, well, it's complicated. You see... It belongs to a certain family in the Yakuza that have had it stolen from them. And it's a matter of great insult to their honor that somebody else has it. I figured you might want to make use of it in some fashion. Boss starts rubbing her face. This is like a whole other problem that she wasn't looking for. She leans over to Mary Sue and she says, we are not trying to sell this thing. We're not going to sell this thing. Thanks. We'll just take it. Thanks. I'm involved in enough games with, you know, 0.5 as of right now. I'm good. Nope. Don't worry about it. As far as I'm concerned, we should just wrap it up and leave it on someone's doorstep. No, no. Don't worry about it. I got the perfect spot for it. I'll take it off your hands. It's no longer for sale. She gives you a look and a smile. And then she will say, and I have one last thing to give you. And you guys will... Get an invite in AR to join a conference call, which I'm going to assume that somebody tells Boss about, and then Boss joins. Yeah, okay. she, uh, she pulls her phone out, sticks her earbuds in. A thing will start to play. Oh, hey guys. Long time no here. Well, I guess it's not as long as it should be or could be. I finally made it to Chicago with a little bit of interruption here and there. Turns out coming out this way was a good thing. That spirit ended up following me for a little bit. Morgana ended up setting me up in somewhere real nice. Relatively speaking. It's a little different than what I'm used to. Yeah, that puts it lightly. But it works. It works out well. I got some loud neighbors, as you might be able to hear. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a place to lay my head. Uh, yeah. Things have changed. You know, I was able, came out here to hopefully try and find my family. Find my brothers, my sisters. Still haven't been able to find them. But, uh, I've been keeping busy. I've been trying to keep my head down, keep safe. Safe seems to be a relative phrase, relative word and term. The dreck hits the fan, the dreck hits the fan, you ain't got nothing to do. I'm not used to not having some friends, 
to help keep an eye on me. And boy, did I ever realize now just how much you guys were keeping an eye on me. Everything's different. You know, Morgana, she got me out here. She set me up with a couple people. I keep an ear out for Scrapper, too. He's he's sends work my way. And I do what I can to make ends meet, get the yin going. Keep myself out of more dreck. Sometimes it just can't be helped, though. You know? Get this. They set me up with a, another name. No longer known as Michael, if you will. <laughs> uh, something about Sean or something. I don't know. I can't keep it straight anymore. It's just so... So crazy you know Drek hits the fan Drek hits the fan I didn't think it'd be as bad as this but it's work you know I'm, I'm learning some new things here and there I'm getting some things and hopefully it ain't gonna be too much longer before I'm able to come back to you guys and see how everybody's doing RC Boz everybody I'm, I mean I gotta get used to you guys again see how things are going see what's what RC I hope your back's getting better at least you know, it'd be a shame if I come back and you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'll tell you now, I'm not pushing you around, bro. I'm not going to push you around, chum. Any rate, I just had a lull in activity, so I figured I'd drop you guys a line. See how things were. Say, hey, keep your chins up. I'll be back before you know it. Man. Uh- Boss's face kind of droops as she's listening to the recording. And she touches the screen of her phone and she says quietly, I miss you, Mike. Well, here he's okay. Morgana looks over to Mary Sue as the other two have said something. Mary Sue will look back at her and say, Like I've told you, as long as you make sure he's okay and nothing happens to him, you'll be okay. Boss glances over to Mary Sue and then back at Morgana and says, uh, This was a kind gesture. Thanks for passing this along. She'll uh, give Boss a little bit of a small head nod of respect, and then give Mary Sue a look. You're welcome. And then she'll get up to leave. And as she walks by, she'll say over her shoulders, you're welcome to use the table to finish your date. And we'll head over towards the bar. Does Morgana send Chuck over to us? Is that what she's doing? You don't know. She just started off in that direction. Okay. She is going to walk up to Chuck at the bar. Mary Sue is going to watch her. See where she goes. Buzz is kind of like Thousand Yards staring a little bit, but she puts her phone away and she looks over at RC and she says, I guess we're done here, right? Yeah, I guess so. That was, that was a lot, you know? I mean, just, 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 you know, I hadn't heard from him so long, you know? You know, things have been so crazy. It's starting to feel like we're just never going to hear from Michael again. So that's, uh, that was, that was grounding. Puts my feet back on the ground, I think. She stands up, little screech of the chair kind of deal, and gives Mary Sue's shoulder a pat, looks over at Chuck and where Morgana's heading, and she says, this guy's going to be a problem, isn't he? Mary Sue will look up at Boz, tears running down her face, and she goes, I don't think it'll be a problem. Takes a moment for Boz to look down and notice that there's tears, and, and her face scratches up a little bit, and she gives Mary Sue's shoulder a squeeze where she's got her hand. She says, Hey, chin up. It's good news, right? Oh, yeah. No, Michael's going to be fine. He's going to come back to us soon. I hope so. I miss that big lug. 
this whole thing is throwing me off. My emotions are all mixed up. Yeah. Well, Mary Sue, we'll, we'll leave you here if you want to do your uh, date thing. Are you seriously? Don't say it like that. Guy? It's oh my god, Boz. What was I supposed to do? I'm. I mean, he jumped on a grenade, Boz. Yeah. Well, he jumped on. And a see, are you don't see RZ taking the guy on a date? Well. RC, would you like to finish the date? I mean, I appreciate what it did, you know, but uh, that's a big no. Okay. Um, would you like to explain to him how he's indebted to the ancients along with the rest of us? Do you want them? me to explain to him how he's indebted to the ancients? Maybe. <laughs> you know what? All right. Look, uh, we're going to take off. If you need anything, you got our numbers. Just give us a call. We won't okay. be far away. I'll do it. I'll do it right no. now. No. No. You're home by the bomb. Tough break. Here's the permit. I'll do it. He deserves a much gentler delivery than what you can give him. You know what? I agree. I'm going to leave it in your capable hands. Boz? Yeah, let's bounce. get out of here. And yeah, Boz starts to walk out with RC. You think that guy is uh, like super into Mary Sue? Is that just me? I'm not great at these things. I couldn't care less. I wish he'd just get out of our lives, to be honest with you. He's turning out to be a lot more trouble than he's worth. Yeah, but I mean, think about this from this point of view. He's, he's so screwed. He got blown by a grenade. Now he's, he's owned by some gang of elves, which is, you know, that's two strikes, by the way, if we're keeping yeah. track. That's, yeah, that sucks, but he is, he is really- smitten by the gang leader. Oh, he's got more problems. I could care less about his problems. It sucks that he's in this situation, but he didn't have to be there in the first place. That's on Mary Sue. And he's dragged us into his problems, which is frankly not sitting well with me, but we'll deal with that some other time. Damn. That's just cold. It's cold. Well, don't we have enough going on with a babysitting this guy and risking our necks for nothing? Just to I mean, pay off? hell yeah, but you know, I'm just saying. I mean, look. You got crazy. I appreciate what you did. That jackass jumped on a grenade. I'm not saying you're smart. I'm just saying I feel he's, he's had a rough day. You know, I've had some bad days, but I only woke up with, with the same number of limbs with the bed with. Yeah. I'm glad that he helped out. I just, I feel like it just keeps chasing us and we're not going to be able to get away from this guy. Are we going to be stuck paying his entire debt off? Because it sounds that way. Hell, I hope not. This is just a, just a trick sandwich, the whole thing. By this point, they've reached the van, and Boz gets to the passenger side and leans the seat back a little bit and rubs her forehead. She waits for R.C. to get in, and she says, maybe we should stay in the area until Mary Sue's done with her thing, just in case. In case what? I mean, she is in Morgana's restaurant, and uh, two of them ain't exactly on good terms. I don't know if you noticed. So they get into a massive cat fight, and your plan is for us to show up and get in between the two of them. This is your plan. If necessary. Shit. <laughs> okay. Look, maybe we can, uh, I don't know, get some dinner somewhere nearby. Not like we ate anything there anyway. Yeah, let's get some meat. And fate. So Mary Sue's going to watch those two walk away. She's going to look around this restaurant and decide, yeah, she doesn't want to stay here anymore. She's going to collect that box in front of her with that katana in it. And she's going to walk to the bar. And she's going to find Chuck, and she's going to say, Chuck, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to have a drink here. Uh, okay. Where do you want to go? Um, there's a great little noodle shop by my place. How about we go get some takeout, go back to my place, and have dinner? Uh, 
Chuck has a surprised and eye-widening look at mentioning going back to her place. He says, uh, sure, yeah. Um, looks at the bartender. What, what, what do I owe you? No, you don't owe him anything. The bartender is absent <laughs> as you look. He's been taking care of you, but as you go to leave, I guess, as Mary Sue's over, you're having this conversation, and it's clear that you guys are getting ready to leave. He's nowhere around for you to pay. Um, so I don't have to pay, you say? Uh, no, it's the recruiter takes care of it. Don't worry about it. If you look around, Chuck, you will notice that Morgana is sitting down the far end of the bar and is just leaning on the bar chatting with somebody. So he kind of like nervously walks up towards her, unless Mary Sue pulls him away. No, she'll let you do it. Um, excuse me, ma'am? She'll look from the guy that she is talking to, and then he will very quickly silence himself and stand off to the side as she turns. Mm -hmm. Sorry to bother you. Um, It's no bother at all, Charles. I was was told you were covering my drinks. I don't want to dine and dash. It's, 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 yeah. So don't worry, Charles. I'll take care of anything you need. Wonderful. Okay, thank you. Um, She'll reach out and give you like a little pat on your hands. Uh, he he winces a bit. Not used to having people touch his robotic hand. Was, uh, well, um, okay. Like a nervous wave goodbye. And you'll feel something press into your hand as she pats you on the hand. Okay. When you check, you will see that it's a little cred stick. Morgana will be like, "Get her something nice. She's had a rough day." He looks a little dumbfounded at the cred stick. He uh, does a quick uh, matrix search or whatever to take a look at how much is on it. 500 bucks. So he uh, says, oh, um, thank thank you. You're real nice, you know that? And he puts the cred stick in his pocket and walks away. Have a good night. And then you guys will get to leave and be unharassed throughout the rest of the tour. So he just wears gloves over them. So he doesn't have to have a constant reminder. So he wears both gloves, even though he's only got one cyber arm? Yeah, he figures he's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Who's that? Who? This way in the future. <laughs> I, I, I get you're very plugged in. I appreciate that. I'm looking back at this just in a level of shock. This guy's here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, is it just me? <laughs> no, it's not just you. So then Chuck just kind of waves over to RC and starts heading over. Right, and there, the, the thought Chuck came up to me. So that's us, right? Chuck's coming over towards you. Morgana is heading towards them, and they're going to, like, cross paths. I don't know if there's anything you wanted to do real quick before she intercepts. Does she, did Chuck make it to me? I'm trying to figure out, like, did, did Chuck make it to me to say no. anything? No, Chuck, Chuck did, is going to get oh. intercepted. Yeah. The intercepted. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm uh, like, what would you do? Tackle her? No, not even. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So. At the knees. <laughs> just, take, just take her out. <laughs> Illegal chop block, you know? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
demo or gato. Uh, have, have a drink. Well, no, Vaz already offered a drink from a tab. Fuck. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm editing this episode. <laughs> That's okay. And so I so follow <laughs> my compatriots to the table. She gives you a look and a smile. How much is Mary Sue trying to hide her emotional state right now if I were trying to uh, hit you with a judge intentions roll? She's not. She hates Morgana. Okay. She <laughs> hates being here. She hates her. I love how Mary Sue just decides she hates people. Sometimes it's not clear why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look what she just tried to do to poor Chuck. She's a bully, and Mary Sue doesn't like bullies. <laughs> She's also very powerful. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. What says the person who browbeat the doctor? Like, Shut up! <laughs> he disrespected Mary Sue. He was being a bully. So she bullied him back. Bullies respect it when you stand up for yourself. I wouldn't say Mary Morgana respects us. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'll be back before you know it. Yo. I know, right? Be character, be Excuse me, ma'am? <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> She'll look from... You're real nice, you know that? And he puts the credit stick in his pocket and walks away. <laughs> Have a good night. Nailed it. Sorry. She is so manipulative. Oh, man. <laughs> so anything else you guys want to cover tonight or you guys want to talk about next time? We just have to present Chuck with a with a sword, possibly in his back. <laughs> <laughs> you did say you had the place to put it. You're not going to give him a Yakuza sword. Yeah, I am. You're just like laying all kinds of debts on this guy. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to, to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.